Hello and welcome to another episode of Unfiltered. I am Yanina Doyle. I'm Jonathan Kleeman. And we are testing out a cool little wine gadgety boo, aren't yeah, we? Yes, so we, I, I was <laughs> contacted by and sent, uh, we pronounce it as Ulu? Ulu? We, it's sure. U-L-L-O. But there is a, the dot above the U, so I don't know if that's just for looks or whether that's actually for pronunciation. So uh, John, you, it already. You, you are the one that's supposed to have done this research. I've read up on it. I haven't, I just haven't worked out to say the name properly. Okay. But even when I meet people in person, they tell me how to spell the name. I can't <laughs> say it properly, so it's not changed. So stay with us. What we've got today, we've got two wines. We're not, we, we've got a Vidéo, which is a white wine and we've got uh, Monastrell which is a red wine we're not going to talk about the producers we decided because we've picked slightly more generic generic wines, wines. I did use for generic yes. generic that's I think that's good kind of um, the reason for that is but hopefully uh, being a bit more ger- generic they'll have used uh, more sulphur and this whole gadget is about taking out the sulphur so we're going to we're going to test it um, and, and, and see what we think right yes yeah. okay so I mean what are we going to do John tell us more about this gadget so, so for those of you who can't see, we have taken pictures for the Instagram, but um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's it basically a small little black device that's designed to sit on the top of the bottle, uh, top, top of a glass, or pretty much any size glass by the looks of it, mm. uh, or on top of a decanter. Yeah. Um, it says for each one, each single filter could do a whole bottle. It's the equivalent to a whole do you bottle. Think, so do you think, though, that you could use it, I don't know if you'd look this up, do you think you could use it like for a glass or two, and then stop, it and then use it like can, the next yes. day? They're saying, they're saying or... the equivalent of a so the whole you, filter. The if you change style of wine, I think that's where the problem would be. Because in your yeah, because the gonna... filter it's actually a physical little paper filter, not mm. quite paper. It looks a bit like almost like a tea bag, doesn't it? Really, yeah, it in does, a way. Yeah. <laughs> okay, right. So that's what we've got. Um, let's shall we pour. Yeah. Shall we? The other thing to mention as well, it's actually set up. So another element of it is also aerates as well. Okay. So you've got um, two settings you, by twisting. It's very very simply built. Um, but it's it's one side, and ideally, I'm trying to say it's for white, so you want to keep things fresh. So you've got like a fresh acidic white, you keep it without unfil- filtering it, and then there's another setting that will, will filter it as well. So which one are we doing? What are we? F- which well, we'll do the white first, make sure I've got it the right way around. Because <laughs> uh, again, Cause very professional. Filter, if, it, if it does aerate it, okay. So what we're going to do? So we're going to do Vidéo in. We're going to drink. Half the half the glass is going to be just normal, and the half the glass is going to have been filtered. Okay, and then we're going to see if this whole sulfur thing is if if it makes a difference to us. What we think? What do you think? What's your opinion on sulfur, John? Um, I'm um. very torn on it. Um, I'm I'm very both pro sort of a lot of biodynamic and natural wine producers, but also not to the sake of it. Yeah. Um, but sulfur in some way nearly always is used in nearly all bottling. There's very few wines that are completely sulfur free. I, th- I suppose actually it's worth pointing out for everyone that for anyone who doesn't realise, sulfur is not just used because it's a keyword or it's just whatever. It is actually an antioxidant, effectively. So it is there to make your wine more stable. And I don't know if anyone has drunk a natural wine and it's tasted like cider. <laughs> Yeah, that you know, does happen, and also that's because it has no sulfur yeah. in it, and it helps helps or very wine, little anyway. Stops the wine going off when it travels. Mm-hmm. So again, natural wine, especially ones super low in sulfur, if yeah. they're not completely stable, mm-hmm. uh, you do find that they can sometimes they don't travel as well. Um, but then also you've got a winemaker who really knows what they're doing. Uh, they make natural wines or low low sulfur wines. Some people can do it really well, and they don't the have any problems. The fruit needs to be strong enough. Yeah. It needs so, to be healthy enough to be able to. Well, it's also to about it's also about the winemaking technique. So if obviously if you're using a bit of sulfur to make sure your barrels are going to be oxygen free, or um, again at bottling to make sure no oxygen gets into the bottle. Mm-hmm. The problem you can have is by not using any sulfur whatsoever, you run the risk of. Um, losing a huge batch of wine or having a lot of inconsistency between bottle to bottle so it's not something you can find a bottle that suddenly is slightly oxidized it could be just because there's enough sulfur 
Um, ordnance sample didn't make it to the bottle, or something went wrong. Bottom lines are a bit crazy. They're not what you think they are. Uh, they're not, it's not some, like there's not some hermetically sealed lab. A lot of times it's in a farmyard. There are um, always things that can change. I mean, from literally one. But if, if it just you know, if you pick up a bottle of wine, have a look on the back. Generally, it will have a letter L and then numbers after it, and that's the lot number. And that is simply so. Actually, when wine is bad, if it goes, if it's corked or something, you can trace it back to the winery so they can investigate problems. So each batch does have its own kind of lot number. So actually, have a look. I don't know if uh, people who are listening have actually noticed. Um, and now, yes, you've poured. Right. What are we going to try? Should we try? I don't know how we're going to do this. Of white first. White first. I'm gonna. Okay, I'm gonna have a little taste of the uh, Vadeo. And whilst I'm tasting, could you want to talk about Vadeo? The great, the wonderful grape variety. It actually doesn't get enough credit. It does. It's, it's Spanish. Of, yeah. It's, um, so we've got two Spanish wines, so we can at least talk a bit about regionality and style. Um, Vadeo is one of them. Got a really good, solid, dry white wine grape. Um, and it's quite popular actually in Spain. You're seeing more and more wines made with it. It did seem to make a bit of a resurgence in the UK when Garvey sort of hit. It's mainstream. Well, it's generally... Uh, but then it suddenly disappeared. But Vidéo, I mean, it, it, well, I, I think the, it's been around for like a thousand years, but the problem is it's, I think it's quite easy to oxidise, and so all these different oxidative styles were coming out, and actually, I, as far as I believe, it's Marcus de Riscal, who was the producer in Rioja, an amazing producer, who really wanted to make fresh white wines, and so basically kind of went into the region Ruera, which um, is where Vidéo comes from and has kind of reinvigorated it. So that is kind of where where we now have I mean, Vidéo from. Most of what you see Vidéo now in the market, though, is nearly all fresh, dry, clean style. I mean, that oxidated wine style has kind of disappeared. From Thank goodness. Yeah. Okay, I don't know. Right, I need to go back and try the other one, but I feel like the one that's gone through the, um, the sulfite um, filter it seems a little more concentrated slightly. Am I just... It seems a little there bit more intense. There is a difference, isn't it? I mean, that's what they were sort of saying is um, you can go onto the website for the filter and it talks about um, what effect it has. But so far, all the evidence seems to show that supposedly that it only takes out sulfites in a big big percentage. It does affect mm -hmm. other elements in there as well. Mm -hmm. But their argument is by taking the sulfites out, the wine's tasting more like what it would have tasted before bottling. So this, the, the, the original, the original for me, it's got that, it's nice little tangy melon vibe going on. It's quite aromatic. And, but also, also maybe even a little bit kind of pebbly. Um, flinty, but then you know I say that. Maybe that little struck matchy sulfur oh god I don't even I, I almost I didn't want to actually find it that obvious but maybe the fruit is coming through now more on it is the, it is it is interesting yeah I, I didn't so I mean it, I mean we talk about flinty sulfuriness flints you know that taste of flint in wine so often mm. struck match and we yeah some people attribute sulfur if you're looking sometimes in Chablis though people attribute to terroir um, so interesting to see one once you do this that it definitely has that effect on this. We're taking that okay, off. that it genuinely takes away the flinty, struck match, sulfury note. Yep, and gives you much more fruit, and it actually seems more full-bodied. This is also why when I said I want to use a generic wine to this, a mm. because they already have. I think there is a bigger. In, in general, the mm -hmm. assumption would be not always true. There are some big names used to use a lot of sulfur, mm -hmm. but you probably assume that in a more generic wine, there's probably more sulfur used. Yeah. Um, so I definitely want to see like one that had more of a big difference, but also the kind of ongoing thing of I also can see with the red how much the aeration makes effect as well, yeah, and yeah. the effect of putting it something through a filter and seeing the difference. But, okay, there, but there's I'm definitely a difference. Surprisingly impressed. That's really good. I mean, Vadeo for me, 
for anyone who doesn't it's always good because I, I love Spanish wine and we don't talk about it enough Bordeaux is a kind of it's a citrusy clean wine I said that kind of melon it, 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 it often sometimes does get misconstrued with Sauvignon Blanc um, and often the reason for that is a lot of Bordeaux's have a decent amount of Sauvignon Blanc in there um, as well. So if you see on the label, um, yeah, just fifteen percent they can have in there. Yeah, if it says Vidéo on the label, eighty-five percent has to be Vidéo, and the other can be anything. And generally, always is Sauvignon Blanc. If it just says Rueda, which is the the region, um, it has to be, I believe, fifty percent Vidéo, and then it can be anything else. So that is why. Although the main the main grape variety growing in Rueda is is Vidéo. I, I really like I, as, as a generic wine. We're often drinking wines that um, we would spend a bit more money on. Quite like it. Well, that, that's the question of yeah. Can, can this device make a cheaper wine? That generic wine more palatable. Yeah. So will it make I, does it make a big difference? And I so don't with think this is more palatable. I think it's different. I think that it's actually, definitely, definitely if you like a fruitier style, you're getting a fruitier, rounder style. You're getting that with but the But if you filtered, really like minerality, it's you're going to further first away. But again, so and again, this comes back to why is somebody doing this in the first place? If they want to take out the sulfites um, for healthier. Uh, reasons then it then the sulfites have, have obviously they have definitely disappeared but I might point out we're not we're not endorsing the idea that taking sulfites out is healthier by the way that I, is a belief was, by people I was going to say uh, there yet has to see been any evidence of there's it. been no um, science that has proven so when people get headaches I always say to people it's not because of the sulfur in the wine the it's because you drank a whole yeah. bottle <laughs> now the other mention of each other there are definitely people out there who have sulfate allergies Mm. Um, but I regret to tell any of you who are blaming a sul- maybe a, an idea of a sulfate allergy on your hangover. Uh, sulfate allergy doesn't cause a hangover. Um, mm. You're more likely to do a trip to the toilet than you are a trip to um, an aspirin. But you know, as we, dry, dried apricots, um, well, dried dry fruit, fruit has in more. General. Yeah, there's more sulfates in a piece of dry fruit than there is in I think four or five bottles of wine, mm-hmm, if not mm-hmm. more. And actually, talking about um, so, just so for people to actually understand how much sulfur goes into your wine in the EU, the regulations. I don't know outside of the EU, um, but right, inside it's, it's probably similar. But anyone that comes It'll into the similar. EU has to follow. But inside the EU, for white wine, there can be a total sulfur of 200 uh, parts per million or milligrams per litre um, in the wine and red it's 150 obviously because red doesn't oxidise as sweet quickly. slightly higher yeah. sweet temp- generally yeah. has more in it I'm not sure what sweet is to but I've never honest. noticed anyone turning to me and go hey I drank a lot of sweet wine last night cracking no headache did. this morning <laughs> no one's ever gone all that equem last night got my uh, got my head beating so it's Again, it's interesting, I've not seen the link. A lot of people even have gone up to go, oh, I can't drink red wine because of the mm. high amount of sulfates. And then mm-hmm. you have to explain to them that generally the it's much lower in lower. red. Because yeah. um, if, if you're interested, why? Because in the making of the red wine, because you leave the skin on, um, it creates a cap. And there's also the, its own carbon dioxide coming up from the fermentation creates its own bubble. So uh, things like Beaujolais don't even need to at any point use sulfates for a bottling because you don't even need to clean out a barrel or a tank or anything else and so. also you're forgetting as well the skins have the polyphenols they have you know when we talk about the healthier the yeah. resveratrol all these kind of different chemical compounds that are making the wine healthier they, they just they have more structure they have more strength almost yeah. against so oxygen yeah. they're just so you know it's, it, it's the whole process so reds generally 
you have to be a bit crazy to be pumping a lot of sulfates into your reds so generally whites tend to be a bit higher mm-hmm. um, so yeah interesting but this, this definitely has made a difference yeah. they're not claiming to take out every bit of sulfate from the wine by the way but they I think the percentage goes up to somewhere around 60 to 80% but you know what reduction. no matter what the argument is you know we, there is no science behind whether sulfur is, is actually causing any health problems or not but there's no reason if you can take it out and you want to take out that. But then the, the question is, is it more about anyway? the effect it has in the flavour? Because yeah. I'm, I'm generally a person who leans towards wines that are bold fermentation, low mm-hmm. sulphur, because mm-hmm. I think the winemaking is better. Yeah. Generally, not that because I think. But if you're taking the sulphur out after the winemaking, then it's not really that the winemaking necessarily was a better technique. Will it, will it be more to the preservation or anything else, or because the barrel aging? So let's try the red. Yeah. I'm really interested now. So the red we're having monastrel, which I really like. People often don't even know what monastrel is. That is the Spanish name for Mulvetra. So Mulvetra, which is one of my favourite grapes. Yeah, well, it's a beautiful, full-bodied kind of black fruits but quite meaty there's always a little bit of an earthiness to it I I, I really love the fruit well, I, think, in... I think you find it in very varying styles again. Mm. Um, Dirty and Rowdy which unfortunately you didn't get to try with uh, me which is one of my favourite no I've had Dirty and Rowdy didn't we we, no, drank, we didn't we drank a Dirty and Rowdy in one of our episodes episode 9 did we drink it yeah? we drank one yeah but okay. I don't know if it I don't I remember know if it was one the one I was meant to, which meant to bring for the, the one I didn't make and I was yeah, in and that's and so, yes and then you brought it for episode 9 so anybody oh, okay, who perfect. wants to yes anybody who wants to know about um, the Mulvedra obviously from Dirty Rowdy go to our episode 9 because we were tasting that alongside I just bought a Chablis I remember we, oh, just, yeah, that was we it, were yeah. finishing off yeah carry um, on yeah. so sorry yeah so in that sort of case that's actually a wine ironically made low sulfates and, na- mm-hmm. and um, almost completely naturally uh, as the guys from Dirty Rowdy make their wines yeah um that gives a really juicy expression of Mouvedra, yeah. which it can be like that. But I think it's picking. I just and think Monastrell sometimes the mon- more modern Monastrell styles yeah. have been thinner and lighter. So they're definitely. Are they really? I've never had a really not, light. Not, I've had some that aren't always they're, juicy they're and full bodied. Juicy, but not not so full bodied. Mm, so I okay. think it really depends on picking location. And okay. Things. So which one? Let's quickly. We're well, going back to Monastrell in a minute. Let, where's our the original? Fruited. Okay. So orig- this is original. Original. I'm going in for anybody who can't see us, which is everyone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Medium plus boy, nice black fruits, juicy, um, a little bit spicy, typical, a little bit meaty. Hmm. Now this one for me, I'm not. Is, is, the other one was straight away obvious. With this one, we also put the aeration on as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's so funny. Try it. For me black pepper straight away on the palate the nose isn't as different I might have to flick between the two but cracked black pepper so it's gone almost leaner whereas the other it massively has hasn't it would you agree with it's like that black pepper yeah a lot on the back actually yeah but on the palate not on the nose the nose didn't change the nose almost hasn't changed at all between those so crazy but the the nose isn't very expressive anyway so I think on the first one it was not generic our lovely favorite word of the of the day right? my, I'm working on being nicer that's my uh, my way of doing it mm-hmm. you can won't try last. probably won't, won't last no won't absolutely last. you will fail miserably that's really interesting okay so let me just do the, the second one again I have to be honest I wasn't expecting to see so much of a difference in the wines I completely prefer only thing the aeration would make wow. a difference I completely but. prefer the, the second one I prefer the one that's been red wine now 
that has gone through that filter it seems more elegant uh, the 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 black pepper gives it like almost it seems a little bit more complex um, it it doesn't it, the other one just seems kind of more round and fruity whereas this one seems to have it's gone on with a tiny bit leaner um, a bit more direction that's really bizarre I'm surprised about how much of a change we're getting in these I've, I was not expecting um... I thought that we would struggle completely I thought we have to sit here going, well, I feel like I can feel a little bit of this or with that, but actually some quite drastic changes to the, especially, especially the palette, it seems. Nose, not so much, but palette. I have to changes. say, red wine, definitely, I massively prefer the filtered version. White wine, I think it's a personal preference. The fruit came out more on the second. It, it had lost its um, minerality, um, which is a plus or a negative, depending on what you're after. Um, but, wow, big, definitely big change. That's very, very funny. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely going to have to, um, we've still got quite a few filters left. It's only kindly sent us a whole pack. So what we can do is we can play around play with some around other with, bottles we'll, we'll and do some feedback well, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And guys, what, what I'd love to hear for you guys listening your feedback on on sulfur. Do you try and stay away from sulfur? <laughs> Are you leaning towards the biodynamic and natural wines? Could you not care any less? Um, it's, it's, is someone out there going to be screaming at me saying I definitely get headaches from sulfur and I'm a flow crap? So well, on, tell me, tweet me. So if you care about uh, less sulfur. And obviously this way you don't have to spend, because natural wine does tend to be more expensive. The amount, you know, natural wine is never going to be on a mass scale. Natural wine is when a farmer is taking care of his vines and he's making a few thousand bottles and he's generally doing it. There's a few people who uh, very, uh, but there, well, There's an exception to every rule, but as a general rule, you know, I imagine you couldn't name more than five on, you know, name the, the, those kind of producers on your hand. These are, you know, people that are having, they're small projects. You can't, it's not feasible to be able to, the amount of attention that's needed for natural oh, no, wine. You can't, and especially for what you call everyday table wine. Again, so okay, it would work if it's from your local guy who just farms a bit. Like we, you know, it's, mm-hmm. just t- it's not his full job or this, but to do it on a mass scale to be able to, you know, for nations to drink, it's so not possible. This is actually quite clever for you know the fact if you are drinking slightly cheaper wine. How much would this set you back though? This device. So one of these, I think we looked at the prices, around seventy pound RIP. Seventy pounds for the for the device. This is from their website directly. Though okay. it does look like there is like with most things online now, there's a discount code or this so I think it's about 10% you, you can probably look on topcashback.com well, this, <laughs> I don't know. No, this, this is on their website this is what, oh, okay, it's like yeah. Yeah, first order this yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think as always there's we live, always we live in, to get a deal yeah we live in the world of uh, live in the world of deals at the moment mm-hmm. um, the filters for a pack of 10 and each one does a bottle you get 10 for a pack and I think it's 29.99 okay so it's not it's not a cheap product at no, all no but Again, I'd actually argue that it does seem to work. Also, I do, mm. I do like the effect of the aeration as well, which I think always does make a difference. And you can difference. choose to turn it on or turn or it off, off yeah. right? That's very, very So the white we didn't have it on, the red we did. No, I'm really impressed. Um, I think, you know, if people are into their wine and they want to play around with things, well, it's I thought, I thought definitely something... Maybe someone out there is super sensitive to that sulfury note in whites. So maybe that's something that's really putting them off. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it's one of the things that someone could actually go and try it. It could be a thing. Also, it may be someone out there who actually does have a genuine sulfate allergy, but I'm just, like most allergies, I'm assuming it's not a case of you have one sip of wine and suddenly you're at the end of your day. It's probably yeah, yeah. a case of it building up over time. Mm-hmm. So maybe this is an element to allow you to start drinking more wine more regularly. And we want you to drink more wine. Always regularly. want you to drink more wine. So just going back to this wine, Monastrel, we talked about is Morverta in France, Monastrel in Spain, also Mataro, actually, um, from the Catalonia region in Spain. There's a little town called Mataro, and that's why you might find Mataro. Um, um, uh, written on labels in Australia because actually the Monastrel or Mouvetra Great got taken to Australia and the guy who did it um, didn't know anything about wine and just took it from the town of Mataro and called it Mataro like they were calling it in that place so if you see Mataro on a label Monastrel or you see Mouvetra 
that is the same grape variety. Um, and the main region in Spain, because we've talked Ruela um, for our video, is in the Murthian region, but there's three. Um, there's uh, Bulas, Yecla, and, oh, I've forgotten the last one. Um, the main one. You're the, you do all the Spanish-speaking countries. Oh, for goodness so what? So I'm not allowed to, I can't forget. Um, you had one job. Oh, I had one job. Ugh. I've even been I'll to come the, back to you in a minute. I've even, I've even been to the region, the, the one region that I can't remember. I mean, obviously the other big way regions you look out for it is in France, you're looking in the south, so mainly it's used in, a, um, it's quite heavily used in uh, Chateauneuf de Pape um, and Southern Rome blends. Also, Bandol. So, red Bandols, mm. they are the majority Mouverdra. And rosés. My favourite rosés yes, from Provence tend to be from Bandol because they are Mouverdra led. Yep. Which, yep. And again, we see the way it's juicy and some fruitiness which comes with it. Um, also, I think you'll, um, you find, obviously, as I was talking about in California with Dirty and Rowdy, but as well as that, GSM blends, both from Australia and from California, mm -hmm. and also from South Africa, do contain Mouverdra, obviously based on the Chateauneuf de Pape. So, um, uh, you do find it in quite a lot of regions all over, and I think we're now starting to see a little bit of it coming out in Chile and Argentina as well. There's some GSM yeah. blends and some, I've seen some straight Rivera as well. I think. Yeah, um, my my winery, Vigna Ventiscara. Uh, yeah. We do a grey single block Grenache Carignan Morvedre, and we are. call it or we call it Mataro, surprisingly. Oh, there you go. But we we have a Australian winemaker helping us, so of course it kind of that that led, and of course it's that kind of authentic Spanish. Um, I also think I just remembered, so it's Humilla. Humia is the region, um, and that's actually the most famous region of all within I kind love, of Murthia. I love your, I just read as you put it on your phone with Google. On. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know, but it... I like, remembered. I just remembered, <laughs> <laughs> I, just remembered I mean, I just Googled. Um, my favourite producer from Humia, and this is what, it, I've literally been to the, the property, so I love that I couldn't remember before, Huangil. Huangil, um, it's quite so popular. So did you call me? I called you Juan Gil. Juan Gil is the name of the winery you should definitely go and check out and they do all different wines and it will say something like um, eight messes, uh, 12 messes or 18 messes and basically that means how many months it was in oak so you can get all different styles going much more fruity all the way up to the kind of more spicy concentrated powerful style so that is for anyone who hasn't for anyone who hasn't tried Monastrell Humia, the region that I just remembered. I had to Google it. I couldn't. Just, I just remembered couldn't go. Google. But no, Humia is um, is really opening up its doors to a lot of people as well for going to, for going to visit. A lot of them don't speak English yet, so it can be a little that's bit more difficult. authentic. It's, it's much better of you to go there and then use your terrible Spanish. Well, my, your your kid's very good Spanish. In no, my you case, very think terrible. so. But anyway, um, but yeah, I highly recommend. So again, for anyone who hasn't tried Vadeo, lovely fruity in general, citrusy, easy drinking melon, and Monastrell is your kind of more Big, apparently, sometimes like uh, black I'm, fruit I'm, I'm, and meaty. I've definitely had some stars coming out of again mm. that are more sort of fresh. I stuff. think it's about them kind of getting to know the grape variety as well a little bit more. Well, and playing a big, around with I it. mean, we talked about this time. I did my trip through Oka lately not yeah. too long ago, and you're seeing such a huge change in some of the regions in their style and what they're aiming for. Yeah. Um, but then you're seeing other regions like Rioja Alavesa, which is um, obviously they've changed drastically in their their style and setup. Um, and what you're seeing from that is that. They're still doing their traditional wines, or and you've seen that in Spain. But they're doing it more modern techniques. Mm -hmm. The wines are cleaning, cleaning up. They're becoming a lot more fresher, um, and probably a lot more less fault, a lot less oxidisation, obviously, and moving away from that style. Because I'm sorry, but oxidisation's a fault. I hate that stuff. I'm not. I'm not pro. But then again, what do we think of Brett? Yeah. Brettanomyces. Is depends. that a fault? Depends. That's the. That's a, a constant argument as well. 
Well, they're going to be, uh, yeah, someone make a Brett filter, that would probably save a lot of people. Making wow, okay. Um, Ulo, if that's how you actually pronounce your, your, your name, and if not, please tell us off. But Ulo, please can you produce a Brett filter? We are, we're, See, we're putting not, in a request. I'm not, I'm not anti-Brett, so it's... Uh... Well, it depends if you want some farmhouse horse poo. You know, it's all good, right? Well, if it tastes like horse poo, then you've got a problem. There's a little smell of it on the nose. And FYI, to anyone who doesn't know what Brett is, I've basically just told you right there. It's not actually horse poo. <laughs> I don't know. Well, to be honest, with the horse scandal in the burgers, could you imagine if all, all you know, down the line we find out that actually all that Brett really is literally horse manure oh, yeah. in the wine? It could happen, right? If you're eating burger meat, you shouldn't be questioning too much what's in it anyway. Come on, let's, uh... <laughs> just for everyone, there's definitely no horse poo in the wine. What? This should oh, no, be. I've, been, I've, been to some, I've been to some vineyards with definitely some horse poo in the wine. <laughs> well, the more na- to be honest, the more natural wine you go for, you don't know. There could be quite a lot of stuff in there. Uh, but at least it's all from nature. I think yeah. that's. I think it's that's. The, it's all completely it's, natural. There's, genuinely. A little, there's a little bit of manure in all of us. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a nice way to sum up, right? Yeah. Um, perfect, guys. If anyone has any questions, uh, this is actually a really interesting little device. We would happily try it out on some wines um, if you kind of suggest some some that you think it would be kind of high in sulfur or you yeah, have any questions. Anyone, I'm gonna, I definitely want to try it with a sweet wine. Mm. So I'm going to try and buy like a really generic, well not generic, but again a more... Generic, word of the day. That's definitely my keyword today. I'm, I'm going to buy like a, a more mainstream but good quality sweet yeah. wine. One that's definitely going to have some sulfates in it. Yeah. Um, so I bought it got a bigger production and then test that out, I think. And then maybe then also look at it when we've got some other bottles open and we brought along some more kind of flashier stuff. See what happens there, and probably even with a natural wine. Mm-hmm. So let's see how much of this is sulf- sulfate's being taken out, and how much maybe is under effect. Let's do it with a natural so I think that's wine. Our, I think that's our next one. So watch out. Let us know if this was actually interesting. Um, obviously, now you know this is it's coming up to Christmas. Well, in quite a few months' time, um, but uh, well, probably by the time we release this, it might be closer to Christmas. Who knows? But speaking of Christmas, oh. talk about our sponsor, oh, Sommelier Socks. Yes, segue beautifully. You this got time. it in. You got it um, in. Yes, so Sommelier Socks, as I've mentioned a few times before, you can get on Amazon, Etsy, eBay, I think that's everything we're on at the moment. Um, and they are the perfect gift for that wine loving your family. And they're cotton, aren't they, so that your can breathe. I can tell you from this, I've worn plenty of them constantly, pretty much all the time, and they uh, are 100% breathable, they're lovely, even good for service. I've been I've... waiting for a picture of um, John's feet in these socks so I can put them on Instagram, but he's he's not sending me I'll, sexy I'll feet send you, I'll pictures. Send you s- s- sexy feet pictures. <laughs> so for all you Maybe people... I'll send you some from the desert I'm going to next week. Okay, cool, that sounds fun. And... <laughs> Desert so I don't know if you're really going to be wanting to wear those socks in the desert. Or you can see if they're that breathable. That breathable. I'm telling test out the. I can really put them through the vigor by doing. I'm going to be doing 12-hour service in the desert. Okay, that sounds like a plan. Which um, I can say more about when I get back, but officially okay. now I'm under secret. Oh, okay, secret. So uh, yeah. uh, everyone, don't talk about John's desert trip until he comes back. Well, this from will the probably desert. go out by the time I'm back, actually. But there we are. Anyway, guys, um, thanks so much for joining us. Um, you know now where to get your smellier socks and the Ulo filter sulfur really filter well, I'm going to have to look the video up after we're done with this and check I don't know why I didn't think of that before John silly buddy you brought this I would have got it wrong anyway even yeah. if I'd listened to it straight away before I would have uh, anyway, thank you to the guys from Udo um, for letting me get your name wrong so many times and sending this in for us to try out you might have got it right anyway we, we will be using this I think a few other times um, with some other wines so yeah, just crop up watch again. this yeah exactly and we'll, we'll, we'll play around and do a few more tests so uh, thanks for listening and uh, write your comments on um, Unfiltered Pcast on our Instagram or on Twitter yeah perfect thank you very much see you next time bye, bye.